0: This is the Chamber Chat Podcast, the show dedicated to chamber professionals to spark ideas and to get actionable tips and strategies to better serve your members and community. And now your host, he is disappointed that I identify as a Buffalo Bills fan. He's my dad, Brandon Burton. Hello Chamber Champions, welcome to Chamber Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Burton, and it is my goal here on the podcast to introduce you to people and ideas to better help you serve your Chamber members and your community. Our title sponsor is Holman Brothers Membership Sales Solutions. Let's hear from Chris Johnson, President and CEO of the Association of Washington Business in Washington State, to learn how Holman Brothers has provided value for him. Well, Doug and Bill at the Holman Brothers have been a key ally in growth uh, for my professional career, working at three different chambers, a local chamber, a regional chamber, and now a statewide chamber. And they've been the ideal solution, whether it's a comprehensive training program, whether it's working on individual sales growth, quarterly check-ins with the team, the ability to grow members has meaning more assets for the organization, more assets means we can do more things to serve our members. They've really been the perfect solution for us, a trusted resource partner and a growth partner for us all along the way. So hats off to Doug and Bill for their great success. They'll be a great partner for you as they are for us. You can learn more about Holman Brothers Membership Sales Solutions by visiting holmanbros.com. You're joining us for another special episode in our 2022 ACCE Chamber of the Year finalist series. And for this episode, we have Joe Henning with us. Joe is the President and CEO of the Henry County Chamber in Georgia. Joe has served as President and CEO of Henry County Chamber since 2019. Prior to that, he served 14 years as President and CEO of the Aurora Regional Chamber in Illinois. Joe is a 2009 IOM graduate. He holds a bachelor's degree in public relations and a master's degree focusing on organizational development from Northern Illinois University, as well as a certificate in not-for-profit management from the University of Illinois at Chicago. He's served as chair of the Midwest Board of Regents in 2012 and 2013. In 2017, he served as chair of the National Board of Trustees for the program and continues to serve as a faculty member. He's taught on collaboration, industry forecast, Strong Chambers for the Future, and Marketing Membership. In 2007, the Aurora Chamber received its first accreditation through the U.S. Chamber of Commerce with a four-star distinction. In 2012 and 2017, Joe led the re-accreditation efforts and successfully achieved consecutive five-star distinction. In 2015, the Chamber received Chamber of the Year from the Illinois Association of Chamber of Commerce Executives, as well as the three-star Chamber of Valor. In 2010, he received his accredited chamber executive credentials from the IACCE and served as chair of the board of directors in 2012. In 2012, he also successfully sat for and received his certified association executive designation from ASAE. In 2014, he was named chamber executive of the year by the Illinois Association of Chamber of Commerce Executives. Joe... Completed the basic economic development course through Southern Illinois University Edwardsville in 2008. In 2013, he completed the economic development essential course through University of Oklahoma. He served on the advisory board for ACCE's Education and Talent Development Division and is a graduate of the U.S. Chamber Foundation's Business Leads Fellowship Program inaugural session. He served on Workforce Development Boards at Illinois and Georgia and was appointed by Illinois Governor Pat Quinn to serve on the Illinois 21st Century Workforce Development Fund Advisory Committee in 2012. He supports and serves on the boards of a number of organizations that impact equity, inclusion, mental health, among others. His background includes business development, strategic planning, and organizational development. If any of this sounds familiar to you, this is because we recently had Joe on Chamber Chat Podcast back in episode 159, where we talked about some industry trends. So if you want to go back in the archives and check out that episode, it was a great one. But Joe, I'm excited to have you back with me on Chamber Chat Podcast. Please say hello to all the Chamber Champions and and as usual, share something interesting about yourself so you can get to know you a little better.
1: Brandon, it's great to be back. It seems like just a few months ago, but it's, it's a pleasure to come back, and especially with this topic. Um, you know, I think I, I, the, the interesting thing is that I think my mother is the only one that appreciates that entire bio. So if anybody else made it through it, thank you. Um, you, you had mentioned the whole strategy and organizational development, and that really is um, my, my passion. And uh, um, we did uh, a couple of years ago here at Henry, we did the um, Clifton strengths, and four of my top five strengths were all around strategy. So I felt validated through that. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> this 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 process for Chamber of the Year really really uh, uh, hits home in that strategy and organizational development process. So, so it's it's a, it's a great opportunity to, to be a part of it.
0: Yes, and congratulations, of course, being selected as a Chamber of the Year finalist. Great, great honors just in that, and being selected. And,
1: and Absolutely. When I process. look at those peers out there in that in that category we're in, it's 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 uh, it's a tough uh, it's a tough group to be
0: in. Absolutely, for sure. Well, tell us a little bit about the Henry County Chamber, just to give us some idea, size and scope of work and staff budget, that sort of thing, before we get sure. into our discussion.
1: So we're about a $1.5 million, um, maybe a little bit more than that, uh, budget. Uh, We are comprised of both the Chamber of Commerce and the Convention and Visitors Bureau for Henry County. Uh, We're located about a half hour south of Metro Atlanta, uh, right along 75. So anybody traveling from the north down to Florida is going through Henry County. And um, we have, uh, for the Chamber side, we're sitting at about 800 members. And uh, we have uh, four full-time employees on the chamber side and three full-time employees on the CDB side all right that
0: that sounds good and that helps especially as we uh trying to release these episodes with the the appropriate categories so consecutively so you fall right in line with with your uh your your companions in that uh in that category but um As we go through this discussion today, the Chamber of the Year finalist series, what I like to do is really focus our discussion a lot on the the two program synopsis you guys submitted on your Chamber of the Year application. And uh, we'll dive into that discussion as soon as we get back from this quick break. Are you looking for a year-round, affordable, and timely shop local campaign for your chamber or CVB? Look no further. Build a custom eat shop play mobile app with App My Community by visiting appmycommunity.com/chamberchat. App My Community mobile apps are not just simple membership directory listings. They provide many more capabilities to engage with your community. Provide your residents with a robust events calendar, partner with a local fair, festival or farmers market to provide a schedule, map and other resources to promote the event. Run a Small Business Saturday campaign any time of the year using built-in scavenger hunts. Allow your membership to communicate directly to their customers via push notifications. Your App My Community mobile app will be a unique member benefit, allow you to generate non-dues revenue with sponsorship opportunities, and best of all, provide a valuable resource to your community. Please visit appmycommunity.com slash now to receive 10% off your first year of an App My Community mobile app. Success happens over time, not overnight. It's why Fortune 500 companies and other forward-thinking businesses are shifting to a more continuous learning format to coach and support their salespeople. Hallman Brothers Next Level Coaching brings the same ongoing improvement opportunity to chamber membership salespeople. Visit holmanbros.com slash nextlevel to learn more and request a free trial of Next Level Coaching for your membership pro. Chambers of Commerce have been around for over 400 years promoting communities all over the world, but today so much is found digitally that Chamber Nation believes it's critical that there is a custodian of local digital information. They believe the Chamber is in a perfect position to be that organization. Chamber Nation provides an amazing membership management system you use to manage the chamber and the community. They also deliver a complete membership development system that they manage for you to be sure your membership community is fully documented for search and much more. Essentially, Chamber Nation delivers an entire membership support department, which is perfect for those chambers with a limited budget that needs to do more. With Chamber Nation, not only do you have a membership management system, but also a membership development system all in one terrific package. So save money and be impressed by visiting richardscalendar.com to set up a demo with their CEO or learn more at chambernation.com. All right, Joe, we're back. Um, so what I'd like for you to do is just at a high level, tell us what the two programs are that you guys submitted on your application, and then we'll circle back into some more detail on each of them.
1: Sure, thank you. Uh, Our our first uh, synopsis was on um, advocacy and issues. And so the first one we successfully advocated and passed two different tax referendums, one in the spring, one in the fall uh, in 2021. Um, And then the second synopsis was Continuing our DEI process along and working with our hospitality partners uh, uh, from a com- from hotels and accommodations to restaurant and retail, and addressing customer service and uh, DEI components within that.
0: Very good. Um, that's all right. I think I'd like to start with that one with the. the DEI <laughs> Doesn't everybody want to? Nobody right? wants so, to talk
1: about. Nobody wants to talk about ballot measures. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've got a fair point there. So if we can take all of the time talking on the- No, <laughs> uh,
1: no that's, that's, that's fine. I think, you know, for us, you know, we're proud of the advocacy side, but this, this, so back in 2019, right after I started here, um, the, the board passed a, a, a DEI, an inclusivity statement. And so as we were rolling into 2020, our program will work, uh, we were looking at how we could advance inclusivity conversations. Uh, with the pandemic and, and and the civil strife of 2020, um, there, there was a lot happening in Henry County. Uh, there was a, ho- a lot happening in Georgia and there was a lot happening throughout the country. And so we began some community dialogues because we were still virtual um, and, and wherever we could meet, we'd meet virtually. Uh, fast forward to 21 and we knew that we still had to do something either virtual or hybrid because we were still in the, in the midst of the pandemic in early 21, um, but we knew we had to t- take it another step. And uh, so the CVB group uh, with a, with a um, partner uh, relations manager that we had hired just at the end of 2019, uh, began talking with our hoteliers and, and, and other hospitality partners. And they wanted information training on customer service and uh, if possible, uh, what we could do around the DEI conversation. Um, and so we, um, we really dug deep into that, really looked at the needs, and um, we came out with uh, a six-part series, the first one on customer service, and then the last five on different segments of inclusivity.
0: So what, what caught my, my ear when you mentioned what this, uh, this program is about is a while back, I had interviewed uh, Doug Griffiths, who's the, the author of Thirteen Ways to Kill Your Community. Yes, I, I know a lot of chamber professionals are, are uh, familiar with that book. But towards the end of of the the podcast interview, I asked him about a tip or strategy for chambers, and and he had mentioned for chambers to train the employers in their community on customer service. I thought, what a difference that would make, you know, as people, you know, their first interaction in your community. Will often be at a hotel or some tourist destination, right? So, what what made you guys land on that focus with hospitality, and then tying in the diversity and equity inclusion part? There that? were
1: there were a couple different factors there, Brandon. Um, right before I started in 2019, they had just completed a um, an audience study, a segment study on uh, the different tourists that, that come through Henry County, um, both plan to come through and just happen to stop as i said we're right on 75 a lot of times people want to get through atlanta on their way to florida and they'll stop here around henry county and so that um that study showed some some um you know great positive pieces but there were also some segments of um i guess comfort Um, not necessarily i don't want to say safety because i don't want it to sound you know so so far off Um, but a little discomfort on whether or not they would be accepted okay in, in the community and i think and i think for the most part there it's it's a great issue throughout the, st- the country you know where you can go and feel comfortable um the second part was just we're all so atlanta motor speedway is is, is um right here in henry county and so we're fortunate Uh, the last few years that we get two NASCAR races each year. So hundreds of thousands of people are traveling through here for different reasons and and, and stopping. And so we want to make sure that we're as inclusive as we can possibly be. Um, And so we also, you know, taking that into account for the customer service side, looking at some of the demographics of who, um, who were part of the study as well as, Um, who make up residents of Henry County now. Uh, We looked at some of the different diversity issues and and, and components that we could look at and looked at the impact, the economic impact that each of those uh, demographics has on Henry County. And So that's where we fell uh, uh, into this six-part series.
0: So as you kind of go through the six-part series, what does that look like? How does it roll out? How How do you incorporate it?
1: well they're they're primarily available they're online through registration they're free to all of our hospitality partners if if they're in um you know the hotels restaurant retail uh or attractions and we've had a great deal of interest from non-hospitality businesses and so we're trying to figure out you know how to scale it up um that that that'll be our, our 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 big piece for that um but the first section is um culture of customer service and it is uh Uh, led by one of our local um, coffee proprietors, uh, coffee shop proprietors here in Henry County and um, very outgoing personality very wonderful to work with. And so I believe that's about a 45 minute video and then there is a a 10 question test if they take it, if they're taking it remotely. Um, But we are also able to now offer it in person so if, if you know if the manager or owner wants to do uh, all at once. We can do a small group uh, facilitation of the program and have a conversation around that. Uh, that That's step one. The other five sections, they don't have to be, they don't have to follow the, the first one on customer service. They can flip flop depending on what they are comfortable with. But the fifth one is the the, the five part series is, is very exciting. It includes um, uh, looking at the target um, um, visitor audiences of African-American customers, Asian customers, Latino, uh, Hispanic customers, um, LGBTQ customers. And um, the one that's often overlooked is uh, those with different abilities. Um, We've got some attractions that are wonderful attractions, but they might have gravel driveways or they might not have, they might have stairs and not a ramp. And so we're trying to help Many of our attractions and even our businesses to be more accommodating to that demographic as well. So um, those are the those are the six segments within that series.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds great. Yeah, and the the different abilities is a it's a big one. There's a mm-hmm. family that I'm really close to that have two sons that are they're in their early 20s now, but they're both wheelchair bound and you know they're very limited on even a restaurant that they can go to. And Absolutely. Often they, the parents have to go ahead of time and kind of scope it out and see if the wheelchairs can fit through, and it's just it's a lot of effort for them to get out. And the more businesses that can be aware of that and and be accommodating, um, really welcomes people to your community.
1: You know, it, it, that's, it's a it's a it's a great point because you know they they also have a great spending capacity, and if we're limiting them to two restaurants and maybe one or two attractions, that that discretionary income. That's going to that, small, that that small pot. I mean, they're making out well,
0: right? Um,
1: but but we're sitting here, you know. Like I said, we've got we've got some great um, uh, uh, agriculture tourism pieces around here. But based you know based on their nature, it's very difficult for wheelchair bound individuals to to navigate. And even even you know even if you're just on a crutch, um, we also have the beautiful uh, Panola Mountain uh, trip bikes and trails and, and that and and so um, you know, the, the accessibility there is limited. And so I think the more we can raise awareness, um, you know, the more we can make the entire County accommodating. And, you know, it, it just, it reminds me that, you know, of all of the different um, you know, areas of, 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 of the diversity, this is the one that, I might not be in today, but boy, tomorrow I might fall into that diversity category of, of different abilities. And right. I think it can change overnight for any of us.
0: Very true. Yeah. And I like the idea that you have these, these uh, courses, these trainings online. And ideally, I mean, I see a, a company adopting that as an onboarding process for new employees yeah. and, and get their existing employees up to speed as well. So I think that's a great way as a a chamber to be leading the way in that effort.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Um, so let's let's switch gears over to the the really exciting topic, right? Of <laughs> advocacy and issues. <laughs> and we say yeah, that jokingly right. I mean, yeah, we will now. <laughs> yeah. I no, mean, but but we both understand the importance of it, right? And, Absolutely. and how chambers need to take that lead. So talk yeah. to us about the the two tax reforms and how those came about and how you went about doing that.
1: So in Georgia it's it's um, They've got, they've got legislation that's, that's uh, just over a decade old, uh, I guess a little bit more than that, um, but, but it allows you to take referendum back to the county uh, residents and uh, increase a penny, add a penny tax in there for special purposes. And so um, the county uh, in, in 2019, the county successfully repassed, it, it's a five-year uh, limitation. So after five years, you have to ask again. Uh, we successfully passed the, I believe it was the sixth, fifth fifth or sixth uh, SPLOS, special, purple, special purpose local option sales tax. Uh, in addition, the um, school district uh, can also pass a, a request to SPLOS, and, and, and those are E-SPLOS, education SPLOS. And so that came up in March, and I believe this was their sixth, and to be used for the um, Accommodations in schools, uh, expanding some of the schools due to the, the uh, demographic growth, the population growth that we're seeing here in Henry. <laughs> um, some additional school busing, things like that. Um, you know, we all know it's tough. It's tough to pass uh, tax referendum. Um, you know, we, we you do it. You do it because you are looking out for your community. Um, if you're going to be a catalytic leader, sometimes you got to make those tough decisions and, and, and those tough take on those tough roles and advocate for something that may not be popular. And so we 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 worked with the school districts committee to get that passed in the um, in the spring. It passed, I believe, on a two to one margin. And um, so we were happy with that. Um, we've already begun the process of, of what some of those um, project lists were on the, on the East blast side, Um, Henry County, uh, then fast forward to the fall Henry County had never had a transportation blast. And so um, they were looking to do that in the fall. We had agreements with the four municipalities in Henry County. So we could go for the full penny. Uh, It would be a five-year commitment. so we, we took the lead and partnered, uh, collaborated with uh, Georgia Transportation Alliance and a few others to help get the word out and get that passed successfully in the fall. Um, it was, a, it, that was probably the most tough of the three referendum that, I, that I've um, worked on at the chamber here um, because it was new, it was an additional penny, the others were renewing of, of the penny. And so those were a lot of the conversations, but one of the biggest, when I when I first started here back in 2019, um, one of the biggest problems that I noticed, and when I asked around to business leaders and, and, and employees and, and just community uh, members, um, you know, what is our biggest issue? It's transportation. Um, there's there's a lot of difficulty. We're, we're we're fortunate that we have the visitors traveling through on 75 and stopping to you know stopping at gas stations and restaurants and hotels, and we're fortunate that we have some great warehouse and advanced manufacturing um, um, members located here in Henry County, but that also adds to additional traffic congestion that, that we have. And so our, com- our conversation with with our voters was simply that, you know, we have to get this done. We have to fix the transportation problem. It's not going to get better if we don't, it's only going to get worse with the more cars, the more people that we have in the county and the more businesses, um, you know, it's, it's a it's a win-win and, uh, and so that we passed, I believe, that might have been the two to one, and I think education was three to one in passage. So um, we were very happy, very, very fortunate with that. And so we've begun looking at what those, the, the, pro- the projects were listed, but now we're looking at, um, you know, how we're going to roll out the conversation around that. Um, so yeah that that was the excitement of 2021 for me was getting to tax reform the past. <laughs> yeah. Now and I can
0: see when you're a you know a school district for example to be able to focus on the the education tax reform yes. right and and push that messaging out but as a chamber when you're looking at you know three different tax reforms you're trying to approach and tackle and show the benefits and educate voters and you know encourage voters to get out and participate in the process I mean that's a it's a heavy lift to, to take on all three of those. Did you guys hold forums or how did you go about we educating did, the public?
1: We did online forums. We did some direct mail. Um, we did a lot through social media, um, kind of rolling with, you know, people were still very, very much focused on, on social media and that as, as we were winding through the pandemic and that. And so we really relied heavily on that. Um, you know, you're, you're right, Brandon. Talk about the kids and talk about the future. And 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 it's kind of hard to say no to a to a, to a little kid's face, um, but you know when you're asking everybody to add a penny to to every dollar that they spend, um, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it can add up. And and I think part of our messaging for both, um, and this is this is one that we've we started in in nineteen with the, the regular Spass was, we're fortunate with the um, amount of visitors we have to Henry County, um, not just tourists, but you know, people working here in Henry County that live elsewhere and will be stopping for gas or stopping for food uh, on their way home. And so really, you know, we're we're paying about, we estimate somewhere around half of the collections will come from Henry County residents. The other half will come from visitors from outside of Henry County uh, is kind of our projection. And so, um, you know, we're really asking others to help us pay those bills. And so that was the communications uh, bullet points that we kind of went with was, you know, if if not if we don't do this we might get stuck with you know henry county residents alone being asked to pay for the burden so
0: right and i see that you know where you have other people helping to pay the bill as you said and yeah. uh, and having everybody have some skin in the game rather yeah. than you know just a, an increase in a property tax for exactly things. exactly uh, yeah so it, it it could be a good a good uh, solution for uh, absolutely for those needs Especially when you have the, like you said, people coming in that don't live there in, in mm-hmm. Henry County. So, <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you as a as a Chamber of the Year finalist, um, I kind of look to you guys to, to all these finalists as those that are kind of setting the benchmark for other chambers, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, how do you view the role of the the Henry County Chamber there in your community?
1: You know, I think in looking at the two programs that we, we submitted this year, um, and looking over the past three years, I would say, um, you know, we're a convener. Um, we, like any chamber, we know we have limited resources from staff to time to um, financial, and so, we really want to convene those leaders that can help us get something done, and and in the case, you know, of the SPLOS, um, we worked together and collaborated with the government, with the Board of Ed, with other organizations that had messaging that they could use that we could, you know, kind of that that win-win-win-win um, all around. And so, what, you know, we we convened that group to get that done. Um, in in the case of the um, the diversity for hospitality se- uh, sections. You know, we convene the hospitality uh, groups together, the, the, the different entities that make that up and, and work with work with them in partnership to provide these services and these trainings that they're looking for. Um, and, and I think, you know, the key to, to both of those, you know, and any success that we've seen here in Henry County, it's just really looking at that need. Um, we, can, we could have put together a program on customer service or you know any number of the programs that we've done in the past year but if we don't engage the targeted audiences that we want to work with on that um, we don't know you know we think we 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 think we know what they want or what they need um, but we don't and i think that's part of that conversation and bringing them together with us and 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 finding out really what the details are of how we can support them and so um, you know that that's kind of where I, I feel that we fit in the game
0: Yeah, i think that makes perfect sense um, So I like asking the question. I I know I asked you this question last time I had you on the show and I'm not going to hold you to your, your previous answer at all, but, um, I was going to see if you have any tip or action item for chamber champions that are listening, who would like to take their chamber up to the next level. What might you offer to them?
1: You know, I, I think both ACCE under their chamber of the year page and, uh, and I, and I believe, um, the U.S. Chamber is coming out with their their latest announcement of accredited chambers. Uh, under their accreditation section, they have some best practices. Um, you know, for people looking at where to begin with policies or, or budgeting or even the advocacy side of it, um, you can find a lot of resources there. Um, there's a there's a huge, wealthy library at ACC as well that you can just kind of search in there for topics that you might be looking for support. Um, I think I think the key is realize you're not in this alone. Um, you know, it's it's. I, I just got back from Madison last week and was teaching up there for uh, the Midwest site for Institute for Organization Management, and there there was every and, and I love going back every year. Um, there's always that aha moment where you are the only chamber executive in your community for the most part. I, 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 there's, there might be some communities that have to, but, but for the most part, we're sitting here alone and it can feel lonely, um, but realize that you've got a great peer network of what nearly 7,000 chambers of commerce around uh, the United States and Canada. Um, there are plenty of people out there that you can rely on. And, and, and so admit that, you, you know, you don't have to do it alone and that you've got people out there that, that want to help you succeed and, and may, might have already gone through the, the difficulty that you're trying to fix and, and, and help in your community. So there's resources there. Um, you know, I think that, you know, if they reached out to you, Brandon, I think any of us that have been, been available uh, and, and you've so graciously uh, allowed us to share our thoughts and our work, Um, you know, I think if people reached out to us, we'd be willing to help too. And so I think just realize you're not alone in this.
0: Absolutely. I think that's a great piece of advice. And and there is so much you can learn from others and not have to go through those growing pains yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, as we look to the future of Chambers, how do you see the future of Chambers of Commerce and their
1: purpose going forward? You know, I think I think 2020, 2021 taught a lot of us that there was a need for refresh and and it allowed us to make some of those changes that we thought we needed to make. Um, You know, everybody, for the most part, everybody went virtual. And so I think that allowed time for redesigning some of the different things that we were working on. Um, And so I think that that flexibility, um, that adaptability, Uh, is going to be the strength for the successful chambers going forward and and to be able to make those changes as they need to, as their community needs are changing. And and that's the other piece is that chamber professionals need to be very engaged with their community because um, things can change in in a minute. Um, and, and what the needs might be. And we've seen some great catalytic chambers, um, you know, in Bowling Green this last year, in Ed, uh, Edwardsville, Illinois, this, this past year, um, where to- the tornadoes have gone through and, and they've stepped up and they've been the leaders within their communities um, to help facilitate both the employers and and the residents. And so I think being responsive um to the community is really where our success is going to lie. I like
0: that being responsive and flexible and adaptive. And I think there's probably more changes, you know, coming oh, yeah. up here I, in the I, next year or two that, uh, I that, suspect. Yeah. So be ready for it, you know, right. <laughs> be That's ready right. to be flexible. And, and I would say, <laughs> I would urge, you know, to, to be forward looking and see where those trends are going, see where those business trends are and, and, Educate yourself on those things so you're not caught off guard when they come. Absolutely, you know. I
1: think we we all have resources from ACCe and ASAE, but we've all um, have our state or regional associations that can provide us additional training, insight, and, and, and information. And um, you know, I think you know. I know sometimes some budgets budgets might not allow for the national groups. Um, if you can swing it, I definitely encourage that. But if nothing else, I, I you know, I implore chamber professionals to have membership in their state associations because that is a great deal of resourceful information that's available to them, but it's also a great network. Absolutely.
0: Well, Joe, as we wrap up here, I wanted to give you an opportunity to share any contact information for chamber champions who want to reach out and connect with you and learn more about how you guys are doing things the Henry County Chamber. What would be the best way for them to reach out and connect?
1: I appreciate that, Brandon. Uh, yeah, I think if, if anybody wants to connect with me or my team here to get more information on any of that or any of the things we're doing, um, henrycounty.com is the website. Uh, that includes all of our email information as well as our phone numbers um and uh otherwise uh, we're also on facebook and linkedin and i don't know uh, several other social media platforms that that are just beyond me but i know definitely facebook uh we we respond to direct messages there uh quickly and and then on, on linkedin that's
0: perfect and i'll i'll put links to those in the show notes for this episode but Thank Joe, you. this has been great having you back on Chamber Chat Podcast. Um, I joked with you before we we got on the recording that it's always reaffirming to me to have a past <laughs> guest be selected as a finalist for Chamber of the Year. So thanks yeah, it for- feels uh, good. It feels
1: good to be back. It feels good to have the recognition. I think, you know, it, it really, to me, it's not so much the, you know, it's not me. It's my team and it's my leadership volunteers that, that you know, guide us through this with the governance and that, but from, you know, you asked about the future of chambers. And I think if, if we're, if we're not looking at opportunities to improve our organizations, that's where we're not going to see them in 10 years. Right. There's either going to be somebody else there taking up their space um, or, or, you know,
0: worse. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Joe, this has been a fun conversation and uh, again, grateful to, to have you back with me on the podcast here and uh, wish you guys best of luck in this chamber of the year.
1: Thank you, Brandon. I hope to be back soon to see you again. (laughs) We'll we'll figure out another reason for me to come back. That's right.
0: (laughs) If you are a Chamber professional, please subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. When you subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast, new episodes will show up in your podcast app each week as they are released. If you're finding value in this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. But most importantly, please share Chamber Chat Podcast with your colleagues that are in the industry. Have you ever thought about creating a podcast for your chamber? We always hear about how chambers need to be storytellers. What better way is there to tell the stories of your members and the work of your chamber than through a podcast? Your audience is waiting to hear from you as a convener of leaders and influencers, champion for business, and catalyst for change within your community. I just launched a Chamber podcast course with the goal to get your very own podcast started within 30 days. Visit chamberchatpodcast.com slash pivot to learn more and to enroll in the Chamber podcast course today. For a limited time as a launch promotion, this course is being offered at a 25% discount. Be sure to purchase a course today to lock in your savings before the price goes up, even if you're not ready to start right away. Again, that's chamberchatpodcast.com slash pivot.